I am back with you another day to share with you from God's Word. And I trust that these devotions, morning after morning, are serving to encourage your heart day by day. As you share with others, I trust that as we listen, that we would be able to find something in the Word of God that we can apply. Of course, we are looking at both sides. We are looking at Sam Ballot and his crew on the negative side against Nehemiah and the, the people that are building the wall on the positive side. So um, Sam Ballot and his crew, they are trying to discourage the people, even to the point now where they are almost done building the walls. They are almost finished. They're still trying to discourage them. They're trying to get Nehemiah to harm him. But Nehemiah is just going on for the glory of God. There are things that we can learn from both sides. Things we can stop doing and things we can start doing to be what God would have us to be. The song, Take My Life and Let It Be Consecrated Law Today. The second stanza says, Take My Feet and let them be swift and beautiful for thee. Take my voice and let me sing. Always only for my king. Always only for my king. Now, he was not requesting anything that was out of the way because the voice that he had to sing was the voice that the king gave him. And he's given the voice back to the king and say, take it, but let me use it to sing for you always. He said, my feet, you give them to me. Use them, dear Lord, that I would go places that you would want me to go where, and I will do it swift and I will do it beautifully for thee. That should be the prayer of all of our hearts. But let's go back and learn from this great leader, the man, Nehemiah himself, that is contending with this man, Sambalat, and his crew. Now, in our last devotion, we notice where they sent him a letter, and this letter was open. Now, what was the content of this letter? What was written? on the inside of this letter that they send to Sambalat. If you come with me to chapter 6 and we look at verse 5 to 7, there we will find the content of the letter. For in verse 5 says, Then sent Sambalat his servant unto me in like manner the fifth time with an open letter in his hand. Now we explain that Number one, for you to bring an open letter to a dignitary, that's disrespect. They had no respect for Nehemiah as the leader, as the governor of Judah. And in verse number six, and notice what was written in the letter. He said, therein was written, it is reported among the heathen, and Gashmu said it that thou and the Jews think to rebel for which cause thou buildest the wall, that thou mayest be their king according to these words. Look at verse 7. So 
So that's a charge they say they have against him. That's a charge they made up against him. Yeah, verse 7. And thou hast also appointed prophets to preach of thee at Jerusalem, saying, There is a king in Judah, and now shall it be reported to the king according to these words. So come now, therefore, and let us take counsel together. <laughs> these are the things that we have heard. And these are the things that we are going to tell the king about you. So you better come and let's talk about it if you want to be free. Now, Nehemiah was accused of planning to rebel against the king. In other words, they wrote in the letter that you are planning to overthrow the king. Now, in Nehemiah's day, Persian kings tolerated no resistance from their subjects. If this would be true, Nehemiah would be in trouble. Sambalat, he wanted Nehemiah's reputation and authority to be undermined. You would think that, come on, Sambalat, the walls are just about finished. Done with this now. You can't stop it. No. But there are so much at this man that they are making all the plots and the threats against him. Boy, if Nehemiah was not called by God, he would have packed up and gone back home to be the king's cupbearer. Now, to get a story led going would be to divide and conquer. Because if some folks believe that this is what Nehemiah is doing, they will not risk their lives to be going along with Nehemiah so that they could lose their lives. No. So there are some folks that would believe it and some folks will not believe it. And in this way, he will be able to divide the group. And if he divide the group, some will come on his side. If he divide them, he will conquer. The work that they were doing would stop and um, he would conquer. Then he was accused also of having prophets to announce that there is a, a new king. What? Yeah. He was accused that he, Nehemiah, put up prophets. He said in verse number seven, and thou hast also appointed prophets. Thou, here is Nehemiah, you have also appointed prophets to do what? To preach of thee, who thee, of you, Nehemiah, at Jerusalem, and what they should say, saying, there is a king in Judah. Now, notice who is saying this. Prophets saying that there is a king in Judah. He says, and now shall it be reported to the king according to thy words. Nehemiah had nothing to do with that. Hmm. If such a word would get back to the king and he would believe it, that would be the end of the work and probably the end of Nehemiah. And they knew that if they could get this circulated, 
they would be standing good to stop this walk and get rid of Nehemiah. Now, when I look at verse 8 and verse 9, let me hurriedly and share with you what was Nehemiah's response when they said that. Look at verse 8. Then I sent unto them, saying, There are no such thing done as thou sayest, but thou feignest them out of thine own heart. You make this up. That's not true. It's a lie, all that you're doing. Verse 9. For they all made us afraid, saying, Their hands shall be weakened from the work, that it be not done. Now therefore, O God, strengthen my hands. <laughs> Just like they were getting word <laughs> about Nehemiah, Nehemiah was getting word. He refused to get upset. That's something that we need to learn. He refused to defend himself and he refused to neglect the work. The natural man would get upset. The natural man will defend himself and the natural man would give up on the work. So what was his response? He simply just denied the report. He says not true. This is something you made up in your own hearts. You just make that up. It is not true. But Nehemiah did something else. As we come to verse 9, listen to these words. Now therefore, O God, strengthen my hands. Nehemiah called on God. He prayed to God and asked God to strengthen his hands so that he could complete the work. I could only imagine all that was going on around him, but he kept focus because he wanted to see the work of God completed. If God called you to do a work, whatever it is, to be a husband, to be a wife, to be a pastor, to take a job, whatever God called you to do, just do your best. And regardless to what others will try to do to stop you from doing the work of God, remember who you are serving. Our Father, thank you for strengthening Nehemiah. And for those who need to be strengthened today, may you strengthen them also to go on doing the work of the Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey folks, time is up. I will see you next morning. But before I go, I remind you, please remember your friend and love want to share.